With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Moretzi, the Prince of Plus. Awesome to be able to bust up with everyone else in between. Series 6 M Channel 159 Sports Grid Radio Networks. Tony Finn, the great Tony Finn, came with us. And speaking of greatness, Jim Brown passed away, uh, Tony. I'm wearing oh, a Jim Brown man. jersey uh, right now. Yeah. It's kind of hot, actually, too, this jersey. It's a little thick, but I figure I can <laughs> suck it up. <laughs> it's more of a fall, yeah. fall, but I got an authentic Mitchell and Ness throwback Jim Brown jersey on. But you saw him play. I've seen highlights. And mm-hmm. I said early, listen, man, he was all a great athlete, great lacrosse player as well. They had to change the rules of the sport due to him, and obviously a very impactful social activist as well. But just from a football standpoint, uh, Tony, I mean, the yeah. best of the best, this guy. Yeah, uh, for what he did, how he did it, uh, without question. You know, I'm also a there's a, a in, there's a couple players who I thought would have been. Would have been not. They wouldn't have been Jim Brown esque, let's say, but they were more like a Barry Sanders esque. And Gail Sayers, if he wasn't injured, you know, he's a guy that I watched a lot, even in college, but as a pro. And and I, he was. He didn't get. He didn't have enough. He didn't have plus media then, television then. I've seen all. You've seen plenty of tape of him when he was running back rookie for the Bears and 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 even a sophomore there. He was. Uh, he was. He was Barry Sanders. Uh, maybe uh, he was faster than Barry Sanders, but had those kind of moves and, and uh, Jim Brown. It's a shame. It's too bad because that's a guy who uh, I think he lived his life pretty well, uh, Gabe. You know, he never heard of Jim Brown getting in any trouble or he may have been controversial about some of the political stuff that he was supporting, but that's okay. I, I liked him a lot. Well, he wasn't an angel. Let's you know, I'm no. not going to make him out to be an angel, but um, his social activism was um, – you know, obviously, he was very impactful. He took a, he took a stand. Yeah. From a football standpoint, though, it's amazing. He played nine years, and he only rushed for less than a thousand yards once, and it was nine hundred ninety-six yards at nine forty-two. <laughs> and we should note as well, guys, he only played fourteen games in those days That's when right. he played. That's right. right. So it's yeah. a different era. They only played, and in fact, he only played twelve games in uh, 57, 58, 59, and then sixty, and then he went to fourteen. So, you know, that just to put into context, it's amazing. You know, I guess his best year was 1963, in yeah. which uh, he rushed for eight, 1,863 yards, 12 touchdowns, and he averaged 6.4 yards per carry. He averaged yeah. 133 yards per game rushing. Man, teams don't average that. He averaged that alone. Yeah, he's, he was, uh, you know, he was, a lot of people think he was a better lacrosse player. Than he was a football player, but you know, you're not gonna make money in lacrosse, so here we are. Welcome our AM radio affiliates.
the late night anchor matchment class. This is Sports Rage. The quickest 108 minutes of sports talk radio continues. I am Gabriel Morenci. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates, wherever you may be. Another wild night of playoff action. The Las Vegas Golden Knights victorious in overtime. We didn't go four periods uh, this time, but both games have gone to overtime to start off. The uh, conference finals in the National Hockey League. Meanwhile, the Miami Heat are up two games to none right now in the Boston Celtics. And the Miami Heat are minus 165 series favorites. You know, listen, we thought the Boston Celtics were overly priced to begin with. at minus 550. Tony Finn with us right now. Tony, I thought they were overly priced at minus 550. I thought, listen, yep. full disclosure, I thought Boston was going to win this series in six games. But yeah. I don't trust them. And I've never trusted them. I'd never said they were going to win the championship. And I always thought it was baffling that they were the favorites and then there was everybody else. And I said, Boston can win, but they're in the group with everybody else. Handicappers love the Celtics all the time, Tony, because of their metrics, right? Oh, well, their metrics, they're actually the best team in the league and blah, blah. They're not. Maybe on paper and a computer, their metrics are. But on the court, they're not. Minus 165, Tony, Miami to win the series. It's not a bad bet, bro. You lay the 65 cents, you kick back, and the only way we lose this is if the Celtics win four of the next five games. I can't argue with that, Gabe. I can't. Again, I would be I would be in your corner. If I'm going to do that, if I'm going to you know, push in on a future in this series, it's not going to be on Boston. We were talking a little bit about that at quick. I don't want to get to baseball, but tomorrow – I, I'm a, I, I'm till on tilt with this as well, and that is, if it comes down to somebody on the Lakers grabbing the ball and saying, "Listen, give me that damn ball. Uh, I'll take this. I'll take this possession, and we're back in the game, and we're gonna, you know, get a stop." Uh, it's I don't trust LeBron because he's the one. AD, listen, Anthony Davis is good as he is as. It's a big a freak, circus freak that he is, that he can be seven one, seven two, dribble, shoot from half court, do all the things that he does, and that's why he paid that's why he's paid forty million a year. He's not the guy to go grab the ball, is he? I think they will be tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> I think they will be tomorrow. <laughs> I'm playing A D over twenty four and a half points and LeBron over twenty five and a half. Dude, I've been riding Denver. The Lakers are going to kill them tomorrow night. More with Tony. Tony's an L.A. hater, man. He hates the Dodgers and the Lakers. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and SiriusXM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and SiriusXM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus Trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. You tell that son of a bitch no Yankee is ever coming to Houston. Not as long as you bastards are running things. Speak up, George. I can't hear you. You tell that son of a bitch no Yankee is ever coming to Houston. Not as long as you bastards are running things. 
Seven minutes of Sports Talk Radio continues. This is Sports Rage. We've got some AFL action going on. We broke this down on Game Time Decisions. We even got into it. In fact, we'll give you some cricket picks later. Indian Premier League cricket. Why not, eh? We're betting on everything anyways. Sydney Swans are up right now on the North Melbourne Kangaroos. That's right. They're actually called the Kangaroos. Uh, their nickname is the Roos, though, uh, right now. Sydney were 35-and-a-half-point favorites in this game. It was a lot of points to lay. I didn't trust them. You all know I'm not a fan of the Sydney Swans ever since they screwed us on that Moneyline parlay like three, four weeks ago. Let's get a quick in-game. We'll get Tony Finn back in here. Australian rules in-game. All right. North Melbourne, Sydney. Wow. We're getting 32-and-a-half still. I'm going to take them, guys. Give me the North Melbourne Kangaroos right now in-game, plus 32-and-a-half if you want to jump on with us here. North Melbourne, plus 32-and-a-half, the Ruse. In-game total right now is 168-and-a-half. It's 49-33. Second half just started. So we're at 82. All right, we'll back off the total. We'll just ride this out right now with North uh, with, with North Melbourne Kangaroos, plus 32-and-a-half points. Tony Finn uh, with us. And I wanted to get my Miami Heat play in before this number moves because I think it is. See, Tony, I think Denver wins the series. Mm-hmm. But I think the Lakers are going to win tomorrow. So I wouldn't take – and the Nuggets are minus 450. But I'm not so sure Boston are going to win on Sunday. Like, it's not like, oh, yeah. Yeah. A question. Where I've been are? looking while – I was looking during the during the break. I'm looking at what the odds – what the odds are – at least what the shops are giving for Denver to sweep the Series 4-0 or to win the next two games outright. Is, do you, I can't find it anywhere. Do you, have you seen it? Yeah, I'll get. I can find that. Yeah, and I'm already getting screwed. I can get my bet in. It's minus one seventy five right now. Son of a bitch! All right, oh, really? I just put a thousand dollars on it. All, All right. right, so Miami for a dime. Okay, so Denver sweep, huh? All right, Denver sweep. Yeah, I, well, I have a question, but I want to see what the odds are because right plus six seventy five. Well, then guess what? If no, you plus five seventy five. Sorry, Tony, my bad. Right. Plus five seventy five. Five seventy five. My bad. Well then, then it's a battle wash. It's a little better. That's that future is a little better. I mean, if you take Denver plus one forty-five tomorrow, uh, then they're probably going to be about the same for Game Four. Maybe a little less uh, if they believe, like I believe, that you're going to get a five-to-one return on your parlay, uh, parlaying the three uh, winnings to the four, for instance. Uh, so plus five seventy-five is I better than that. plus one forty-five. Yeah, yeah. So I hear it all. You're play. right. If you like Denver tomorrow. Mm-hmm. They could sweep, so it's it's tempting to grab that plus five seventy five. Absolutely right. Yes, they would have to be I'm, plus one fifty, plus one fifty to get your five seventy five. See, uh, that in money line in game, at least single game bets, you'd have to parlay. That'd be about what you have to bet in return. So these are the odds, Tony. So it's sort of a gauge mm-hmm. to what the the algorithm computer thinks is going to happen, right? According to the odds, right. they're going to pay you. So Denver, to the series to end, doesn't matter who wins. Obviously, Denver would have to be the one to sweep. But it goes four games. Denver sweep plus 575. Series goes five games plus 190. Series goes six games plus 260. Series goes seven games plus 210. So in other words, the odds makers have the Lakers and the Nuggets ending in five games. Uh, split, splitting, right? Splitting it yeah. trip. And then Denver going back and winning game five. Which sounds legitimate, legitimate to yeah. me, doesn't it? Yeah, me too. Yeah, it does. It's it absolutely sounds legitimate, and anybody who says it's not, then they're crazier than me. Uh, so that's impossible. <laughs> it's a, it's, yeah, yeah. I, I'd like to believe it's true. I'm not that's one to talk, actually. So, <laughs> hey, for the record, North Melbourne just scored. Hey, eh? so uh, that's good. I'll uh, get you the updated number there, but I'm glad to see the Kangaroos scored first since we took that bet. And now the uh, the point is good too. All right. Um, all right. To, uh, just so you know, the kangaroos. You, you just I was just gone this weekend to uh, my daughter graduated as a roo on uh, Saturday. So UMKC, the roos. Oh, oh, the roos. Wow, so there's something in common there. There you go. I thought you were gonna say yeah. you were like you went to go see uh, Kangaroo Jack or something filming. What was that guy's <laughs> you know, name? A kangaroo, <laughs> a kangaroo show in Mexico. I just got back from that. It was you know one of those you you, you can't look but you can't not look that kind of thing. No no no, it wasn't not no no no. Come on, not one of those shows. The, uh, <laughs> the uh, there was a TV show and then in the seventies, the kangaroo it was a kid show. Oh, it was like Mr. Rogers oh. and a kangaroo dude. Kangaroo, I think it was yeah. Kangaroo Jack. I thought. Well, no, was, I didn't uh, watch it so. <laughs> 
was what was the kangaroo guy? Uh, there was a guy that was named. Yeah, you're right. It wasn't Mr. Rogers. Another guy. Uh, what the heck was that? You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now it's bothering me. Uh, I'll look it up. Me too. It's going to bother me all night unless you figure it out, damn it. Uh, it's Kangaroo Jack. No. Uh, yeah, Kangaroo Jack. Um, yeah, you know what? They actually made Captain a... Captain uh, Kangaroo. Captain Kangaroo. Oh, Captain Kangaroo. Thank you. Right. You know what's crazy? Because I'm like, Kangaroo Jack. I just looked it up. I'm like, I think it's the guy. <laughs> There's actually a movie. I guess it's pretty popular. Jerry O'Connell, Anthony Anderson, Christopher Walken, Kangaroo yeah. Jack. What do you yeah. think about that about Kangaroo Jack, baby? Let's go. I don't, I don't, I don't, <laughs> wait, is it good movies, Matthias? There's two of them. I seen them. a kids movie. Yeah, I watched one of them when I was young, younger. That's where I got the song, I've been living in a world down under. Let's go. How about that run? How about that run? Captain Kangaroo, 19, I just looked it up, 1955 to 1992. That's 92? Yes, 55 to 92. Captain Kangaroo. Uh, I was never into him, like... Well, I did watch. I, I did watch Mr. Rogers. I watched Sesame Street and Mr. Rogers and stuff. But the kangaroo dude was—he was too weird for me. <laughs> I, yeah. Well, Mr. Rogers was not. Uh, you know, he was kind of—he had his own quirks too. I think. But uh, no, I, I no, he was all movie. right. People just want yeah, to make true. him out to be like some. You know, I mean, they, yeah. <laughs> Come on, Tony. Well, Tony with you. the slander. No, no, I, save I, save, I, save the slander for you. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Forty-nine, thirty-nine in that game. <laughs> I wanted to get to the baseball, but we're going back and forth with his Lakers stuff. So, like I, I said, Tony uh, like comes on every week and bashes the Dodgers, even though the Dodgers go six and one every week. Yeah. Like they lose, like I think they've lost. Tw- no, they lost twice this week, so I think they're five and yeah. two this week. It's not they're a bad ten, ratio. Yeah, ten and three, last thirteen games. That's pretty darn good. Now they're they're sixteen and four in the last twenty now. Yeah, if we want to add it up. Like now they're 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 sixteen and four, in their last twenty. All right, so uh, value value on them right now. Value buck twenty. It's crazy, right? I know. That's why I had to bite. So yeah. as it is now, Tony, it's it's minus one ten. Yeah, yeah. Michaelis versus Syndergaard minus one ten total nine and a half. I'm I, I I'm sorry, but you're gonna have Over. to get me awful. You're gonna have yeah yeah. You're gonna have to get me awful. Um, What's the word? Inebriated, um, hallucinate, hallucinating. Hey, Syndergaard hasn't been Syndergaard. bad, though. He hasn't no, been that pitch, bad. Pitching a contact, not a lot of hard contact. He's a, he has missed barrels. You're right. However, um, I, I, you know, I'm just one of those guys. I'm, I'm old school, and I accept the new school. And the new school is if you can't miss bats, you cannot. You cannot win baseball games. So that's just me. His last six starts, he's only given up more than three runs uh, once. How many have they should, won? The, the Dodgers are four and zero in his last four starts. All right, yeah. And how many how many runs they average? How, how much run support did he get? Because I think he, uh, you know, well, I'm look, start, no, I'm but cynical. listen, Tony, no, it's not yeah. fair. Like he's been pitching well. The the Minnesota he pitched the Minnesota game that they blew the lead in. They had a six two right. lead, the nine eight twelve inning game. So he went four innings. He gave up two earned runs, struck out five. Yeah. yeah. Um, he got injured in the Milwaukee game, so I shouldn't really count that one. Against St. Louis, you know what? He pitched against St. Louis, actually. We'll hit this on the other side, Tony. He did pitch against St. Louis just a couple of weeks ago, actually. We'll hit this. Baseball picks from Tony. Then it's Danny Gay joining us. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and SiriusXM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and SiriusXM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus Trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. 
That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Do you have a gambling problem? No, I enjoy it. It's a hobby. Man, I should have clicked the over. There's Buddy Franklin. Len Franklin, a big goal for the Swans. 61-45 right now. All right, we, we, we told you to take the plus 32 and a half. It's, what is it? It's plus 29 and a half right now. I didn't pull the trigger. What was the total before? I think it was 168. 181 and a half right now, so suddenly they're up to 106. It's 12. There's a lot of football left here, man. There's like 32 minutes left. There's, well, there's 12 minutes left in the third quarter. I'm going to go over in game here. They're, they don't seem to be stopping each other. So let's go over North Melbourne and Sydney. A little late night action. Let's get this in. It's spinning. Come on. And I think, man, I'm good. I think they're about to score, actually. Let's see. Drill this. Put this through, bro. Put it through. You, you loser. You got to be kidding me. <laughs> That was an easy kick. That's like missing an extra point, Tony. Like, buddy just missed the man. Come on, man. I just got in oh. on that, too, on the over. It really would have helped to get the six instead of the one. God. All right, it is what it is. It's a fun sport, Tony, AFL football. Yes, it is. I and, like it. Uh, yeah, I know. It's, it's very enjoyable. I'm watching the game live yeah. now. We get, we get a couple of games a week on Friday and Saturday night. And what now what just happened? They stole the ball. Okay, I'm going to stop paying attention. This is pissing me off. Tony Finn with us. All right, Tony, I'm bet happy right now. I just click the over here. and Oh, great. Because they missed that kick, I got over 181 and a half. It fell to 160, 176 and a half because it was so certain he should have scored. It, it moved by a full score. Um, it's, it's like six and one in this stuff, too. Um, so, Tony, let's talk some baseball. Let's, let's blast okay, through the board here. Let's take a look okay. at tomorrow's uh, card. And uh, see what catches your eye the most. Um, all right, Kansas City and the White Sox are the first game up. The White Sox are minus 174 against G you got Giolito on the hill against Lyles for the Royals. Royals are plus 146. The total is nine there. Alec Manoa goes for the Toronto Blue Jays. Minus 148. The Blue Jays are an incredibly streaky team. They'll win, and we're not kidding, man. We see it time and time again, Tony. They'll win yeah. five in a row. They'll lose four in a row. They'll win four in a row. They'll lose three in a row. Right now, they're in the midst of this. It's been a rough week for them. They lost three or four to the Yankees. Now they lose to the Orioles, so they lost four of the last five. They did take two or three. They swept the Braves, of course, but... Yeah. This has been rough. This They need to get this. And Manoa's confidence is shaking, bro. I've talked about it, Tony. We've talked about it with guests. The pitch clock is getting to Manoa. He's a heavy guy. He's not in the best of shape. And he's whatever. He's rushing his pitches and stuff. But what's your take on this game with the Jays against the Baltimore Orioles? Rodriguez versus well, Manoa. If Baltimore's, if Baltimore's facing a left-handed pitching I'm, my first thought is, what's the number? Because I'm going to jump through those. Uh, in this case, I like Manoa. He hasn't been as bad as the publicity or the coverage he's got. Look at his metrics. They're not. Listen, it's not his rookie year. He's not great, but plenty good enough. Plenty good enough to take down Baltimore and Rodriguez. I think a buck forty is a steal. Give me Manoa and the Jays. We've got uh, the Miami Marlins in San Francisco once again with Garrett versus Webb. Giants minus 174, Marlins plus 146. Uh, D-backs and uh, Pirates. Uh, Keller. So Keller's on the hill here. Here's a play on pitcher 
Great pitcher. This guy's reputation is really growing. You'll notice a common pattern, guys, if you read the quotes, if you're into that sort of thing, Tony, and I know you are. Yes, every man. time after every manager always goes, damn, man, that guy's a good pitcher. <laughs> the managers always say, they're like, yeah, you know, we struggled today, but man, that guy's got some stuff. Dude, he struck out, uh, he struck out 17 uh, guys last time out. Um, he's, he he's didn't, coming, but like, he's, he's a, he's a yeah, monster. He's, yes, he's coming into his own. He's not his brother and he's the better of the killers and not just better, but he's, you know, he's found his mojo right now. There was out question. You're to ride this kid until he disappoints you. Absolutely. Yeah, Mitch Keller. So, um, as we talked to me, they struck out 17 times, the Orioles. He had 13 of them in seven innings. He had eight strikeouts against Colorado in the start before that. He struck out eight Tampa Bay Rays in only five innings. Struck out 10 Dodgers, bro. Like, everybody yeah. talks about, you know, the Striders and the, you know, Gossman actually leads the American League with strikeouts. But all these, you know, powerhouse strikeout pitchers, Strider and Gossman and Otani, people are not talking right now about Mitch Keller because he plays for the Pittsburgh Pirates. But this this That's kid can correct. deal, Tony. I'm going to play I'm going to yeah. – let me see what his strikeout prop is right now. But do you think uh, – do you think they're, they're a play on or just him? Or do you think they win? Oh, no, what do you think of the game? No, 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 no. I think you have to, if you're going to play, if you like Keller, like we just talked to Keller uh, and, you know, we gave him plenty of butt slaps. You're absolutely on the Pirates here. At a buck 30, you're on the Pirates without question. I mean, flat, here's the deal. The kid for Arizona had a good spring, 375, I think, about a, a, about a flat one on the whip. Uh, he didn't pitch a lot, but, you know, he pitched in Reno. And his numbers in Reno, 61, I think he's a two, uh, a flat two BB to nine and a 10 or 11 K to nine with a two, six, three, eight in, in Reno, uh, a pretty good pitcher, but uh, that's why you're getting the price killers to play. His strikeout prop right now, Fandles five and a half minus one ten. That's what I thought. Yeah. 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 He's yeah. gone over this. He's gone over this in four straight games. We should know. And in fact, the only time, in fact, he's only had less than five and a half strikeouts twice all year long. Right. To put in context. So you want a nice player Did prop they, tomorrow, uh, gentlemen. There it you is. You know what? Um, let me tell you something. I'll check for you right now on this the game today in Arizona, which was um, uh, was 13-3. Philly scored, the Pittsburgh scored 13 runs. Um, I want to know who the umpire is for tomorrow, and I'll tell you right now. It's going to be Ben May. Ben May is pretty neutral. Uh, he's not going to give you a boost, uh, K boost, uh, like some would have, like Miller, like Bill Miller tonight did in that Angels and uh, uh, and that game with, with the two with the uh, was it? Uh, I can't remember. Now, but long story short, both of them almost had ten strikeouts, and everything was every pitch was a strike, even though it was a foot outside. So uh, I still like over five and a half tomorrow. I'm looking at it right now. Tony, this Mets team, they're a hard team to yeah. back right now. It's, its you know, you bet against them or you pass. Yep. They get, they're playing the Guardians. Scherzer's on the hill here, minus 178. Is that too big of a price for you? And the Houston Astros are starting to heat up right now. There's no coincidence they're playing the Oakland Athletics. They're minus 320, but we can run line it at minus one and a half. What's your take on those two games, the Athletics and Astros and the Guardians Mets? Uh, BB, I, Tanner BB, I would absolutely be on Tanner BB against the Mets. At uh, right now, you can probably get a. I'm going to guess I don't have it up, but I'm going to guess you're going to get a buck forty or a buck fifty with some of the yeah, plus one fifty. Yeah, there the Mets are minus uh, one seventy eight. That alone, right there, speaks to who the Mets are right now. Their form is bad offensively. It's just bad. And Scherzer uh, been in and out. They're you know he's the new cheater, right? He's the new bad boy uh, in baseball, and everyone's out to get him. Give me. Give me this kid, BB Tanner, BB, and the and the offensively challenged Guardians. I, I would be right there. As far as what was the other game we were talking about? Uh, well, the Astros for Houston. Yeah, uh, listen, I played. I I looked at this because I want to put Brown in with one more. I'm trying to make it basically a two-team, two-leg parlay that would pay me even money with Brown. If I find it, I'll let you. I'm kind of glancing right now. I'd have to have about a a plus 130 or something to get there. But um, I sure like Brown. I like this kid. And Jay Sears, um, he's had his 15-minute moments this year. But this lefty, Houston, if they're going to hit, Gabe, they're going to hit left-handers. They're not, they've been really bad this year at the plate, especially against right-handed pitching as they were last year. Um, I'll take Houston minus the 300, but I'm going to find something to put them with. 
I don't know if you played this game tonight, but I warned everybody, and I wasn't like, oh, I'm a genius or anything, but I noticed uh, the same sort of crew. Like, we talked to so, so many different people throughout the day, and I had a lot of guests on on the different shows today, Tony, and I caught on through the day early and just reading stuff online, too, that a lot of the data guys, the DFS sort of guys, the bet player props and, and the numbers, the AI guys, all the computer guys, the Minnesota Twins were a freaking trendy pick today, Tony. They were. Multiple I, I people that I spoke to were like, yeah, I like the Twins tonight. The Twins is my best bet of the I night. The Twins, the Twins, the Twins. The Twins lose 5-4. Yeah. I know. Listen, they've screwed. Here's the deal. I had the Twins. I had the under. Big play. It was the third leg of a parlay. I had the under. We're 3 nothing going into the sixth, seventh inning, and then they score six runs, you know, in, in three half frames. And I, my eight gets gets uh you know gets smashed uh it was going to be a great night i only had that not only had that as a standalone i had it as a third leg so uh these two pitchers you know ryan uh, ryan is, is a pretty good pitcher he's got that splitter he didn't use it much tonight i watched some of this game gabe uh, but, but he's a guy that had nine strikeouts and i think uh detmer's had what 10 so bill miller Behind the dish, Bill Miller has about a 23, 25% K boost, 25% more strikes and strikeouts when he's behind the plate for the average pitcher or his game average. So look at that. Tomorrow, Ben May isn't that Ben Miller, but I, I like your over five and a half. Listen, the Angels aren't a perfect team, obviously. I think people are you know pretty critical of them, mm-hmm. and rightfully so at times, but they're 24 and 22 right now. One thing about the Angels, Tony, with this Otani stuff going on, and we had Trent Rush on earlier in the week, he's their pre- and post-game show host, is that they want to win every game badly. Like, they're aware of the elephant in the room. They're aware that he could get traded. They're aware he could leave if they don't win. Like, the, the rest of the team, they don't want to lose him. So even everybody on the team, and they want to win for themselves, but they want to put him in a tough spot, at least, like, make the playoffs or have a playoff run with him before he goes. So at least we know the Angels, they're, they're showing up every day. Like, they're taking it seriously. Tony, it's always a pleasure, power. my man. Yeah, man. Hey, listen, I look forward to next week. I'll talk to you soon, buddy. Dan Ige, 50K, joins us next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. NetCredit is here to say yes to a personal loan or line of credit when other lenders say no. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. If approved, applications are typically funded the next business day or sooner. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Applications subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partner. NetCredit. Credit to the people. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Self-monitor your blood pressure in four easy-to-remember steps. Self-monitoring is power. Visit ManagerBP.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the American Heart Association, and the American Medical Association. In partnership with the Office of Minority Health and Health Resources and Services Administration. Trades late night continues. I am Gabriel Moranzi, the pets, the players, the hustlers, the people of Bustle, and everybody else in between. We're kicking it serious. XM Channel 159 of the Sports Grid Radio Network. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates, wherever you may be. Countdown to UFC 289 is on. We're now three weeks away. Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. It's an awesome card. It's going to be like just full of badasses with fighters with bad intentions on this card, including our main man, Dan 50K Ige, who's going to take on Nate. Landwehr on Saturday, June 10th. Dan, it's always a pleasure, my man. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us. Yeah, Gabe, uh, thanks for having me again. It's It's been a while, but it's uh, it's good to hear your voice again, and it's nice talking to you. 
Well, I'm fired up. I'm going to be at the card, and I look forward to seeing you fight uh, in person. Listen, every fighter's fight that's coming up is the biggest fight of their life. So when people ask, well, it's a big fight for you, every, every, every fighter's fight um, that's coming up is a big fight for them. But what that being stated has to be an honor and, and a compliment uh, to you when you're asked to fight, not just on a pay-per-view, but on the main card of a pay-per-view, Dan. Yeah, you know, I mean, for me, just to be fighting on the big stage is already a dream come true. And, it's, and just like you were saying, I was literally just talking about this today. Like, every fight's the most important fight of your life, you know. And I was talking about this with my coach. He said, every fight is important, but no fight is special, you know. So I, I'm not making it to be this big extra thing. But I, I, I'm super excited to be fighting, you know, in a live arena with a live gate, Um on the main card, on the pay-per-view, so you know it's going to be packed because everyone shows up at least by the first pay-per-view fight. And I'm going to be watched by millions, hundreds of thousands of people on TV, and it's going to be awesome. So I can't wait to go out there and make a big statement and make a big show in front of a huge audience. Well, I tell you what, man, Vancouver's a great fight town. The UFC used to always go to Vancouver, and they haven't been there in a long time. I'm telling you, Dan, these guys, these, these fans are going to be hardcore, bro. They're going to be in there, like, in the building early, and they're going to be bringing it. So you're fighting, Nate, um, and I will get, we'll get to your opponent in a minute and this fight, but yep. as you stated, you got, you got all the energy in the crowd, but you fought in the Apex before as well. Some guys like it, that you know, they hear the coaches, and they like the small feel of it. What do you prefer? Do you like the live arena, man, with 20,000 people, or do you like fighting in the Apex? What do you prefer fighting in? Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I enjoyed the, you know, fighting in the Apex, but I think there's just it comes a time where you just outgrow things. I fought there maybe three or four times, and I'm just I'm ready to grow out of the apex, you know, and go back to you know fighting in front of a live crowd. And that was awesome too. Don't get me wrong, like it was when it all happened and the COVID and the past happened, and they they put us in those no fan arena. It, it was weird. It was like a weird feeling but then it just kind of became the new normal and it became comfortable so what was that first fight like like that was it strange like man like i mean it's like there's no noise like you know there's millions of people watching on tv but at the same point in time it sort of felt like fight club like you guys are just sort of in like you're sort of in a warehouse and just sort of fighting (laughs) the first one for me was was may 2020 so it was like right in the midst of it we actually fought we fought in an arena in florida the Vice Star Arena, and it was empty. And that was the weirdest thing ever. Like, you come out, and every you can hear everything. It echoes in there. And uh, that was like an eerie, an eerie feeling when I fought Edson Barboza. But at the same time, when I was in the fight, I was so laser-focused, I didn't even hear my coaches because I just couldn't even – I didn't want to get a spinning wheel kicked or get knocked out, so I had to <laughs> focus. You know what I mean? <laughs> So Nate, Nate Landwehr, um, tough dude. Speaking of the Apex, I remember like, you know, that's what he showed up in in the COVID era and stuff. Is it? Does it? Is there an extra edge when a guy asks to fight you after? Where okay, be careful what you ask for, son. And or at the same point in time, it's a compliment too, isn't it? Because he sees you as somebody in his way. And I saw an interview with him, and he was actually very respectful in which he said he thinks you're a badass and you're a tough-ass dude, and he wants to test himself, and he wants to be a ranked fighter. I guess two things can be right at the same time, right, Dan, where it's like, all right, bro, you want to go? You want to call me out? Let's go. Yeah. But it's also a compliment to you, isn't it? Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah, he, he definitely said it. You know, all respect to him. He said it. He called me out in a respectful way, and, you know, I can't blame him. I've, I've literally been in this position. Like, I've called out the Korean zombie, and it didn't it didn't go my way, unfortunately. So I, I had to learn the hard way, and um, I'm just going to pretty much teach him the same lesson. And I, uh, it's definitely a compliment. You know, he's earned it. He's I think he's on a four-fight win streak now and four-five-fight win streak, and he's just been, like, he had – Everyone needs an opportunity. You know, if a lot of these guys in the rankings, they want to protect their rankings so bad they don't want to fight down. They only want to fight the guys ahead of them. But, you know, I'm not – I'm a believer in just winning, so I, I think everyone needs an opportunity. And I, I'm here to keep the division going. You know, I want to stay active. And if I'm only waiting for ranked fights, you know, I may end up waiting six, eight months to up to a year just to fight someone that I want. And then you never know in this sport. It's so uh, – unpredictable someone could get injured so it's just i'm trying to get paid man i want i want to stay busy 
<laughs> Dan Ige kicking it with us. And, Dan, I think a lot of fans, I know the business always evolves and changes the way it operates, but a lot of fighters, right, they really, they're given an option, right? Like, Dan, like, I, you know, they'll be given three fighters, especially if they like you. You know what I mean? They'll give you three yeah. fighters, and then they'll pick, well, this is the easiest guy for me to beat. And I know, because I've seen, I've, I've been buddies with fighters that told me, yeah, they said, yeah, they gave me these three guys as an option to fight. Yeah. You're not that guy, right? You're like, no, no, bring whoever they put on the on the piece of paper, you say, yeah, let's fight. Yeah, uh, for, I, re I really am, truly, because, you know, you have to, I have a mindset as if, you know, even though I, I don't actually carry the title, I have to live each and every day like as if I'm the champion. So my mindset is just I'm the champion, and these guys are coming to try to take me out and take my belt. So that's kind of – it doesn't really – it seems like it matter who I fight. Yeah, what you, whether you have the belt or not, that's the reality. He's coming to take what yeah. you got. He wants what you got. Exactly. It's it's literally my family eats or he does. So it, <laughs> that's that's what it comes down to. <laughs> Man, great stuff with Dan Ige uh, right now. So speaking of your mindset, I remember, you know, to use of all people I'm going to use a quote from, but it was El Chapo, uh, the legendary, uh -huh. of course, cartel leader. And he said basically he said you know, I've been on the top of mountains and I've been in I've been in isolation black holes uh before and he said and I always just think about getting back up to the mountain and it was sort of something that stuck with me and you've had that you've had like big win streaks how tough was it for you when you were on the losing streak did you ever think you know what you know did was your confidence ever shaken or did you just wake up angrier and and train harder type of deal like what was your mindset when you hit like that tough patch that you did no i, I mean i definitely i've experienced the highest of highs and the lowest of lows and i went i had to go through all that to get back out to where i am now and it's just i'm in the process of rebuilding myself like as we speak i um yeah i never once in my life thought i could lose two times in a row yet alone three and that was like that was a really hard season of my life and I didn't know how to take it and how to process it. But over the course of, you know, two years, I picked up and acquired a lot of tools to just mentally, you know, reshape myself. And, you know, it's, uh, it's, I'm definitely a work in process. You know, I, I'm, I'm working every day to be the best version of myself. And that's really all I can control. Um, I, I, the rest of the stuff, like, it doesn't even matter. Like all this that I have, like this isn't even mine anyway. So I'm just, you know, I'm on this planet. I'm on this earth to just go out there and make an impact and, and why hold back? You know, like it doesn't matter anymore if I go out there and win or lose. It, it's you're really playing with house money already. Exactly. You're, you're, you're living the dream. I'm living the dream, man. And I just, I'm just going to go out there and I, I believe with that mindset, I can have my best performance. And then, you know, winning definitely comes with that. So, that's do you feel do you feel like you you improve still at this age because the, you look at this sport there's a lot of dudes that hit their stride man at 35 37 right look at Glover you know what i mean like finally gets that yeah. belt like there's a lot of racetrack left for you in your career like do you feel how much more can you grow as a fighter dan um i think i could continue to grow every day as long as i have that belief and that growth mindset you could continue to get better. So I, yeah, I'm 31 right now and I'm really, all I do every day is continue to polish up and rep the basics. You know, I, I someone asked Kobe Bryant in an interview about, about how does he like, can, what's, what's his training? Is it different? Are you doing different things? He's like, no, I just continually drill the basics because it's the most boring thing and the easiest thing, but you continue to just get a little bit better, a little bit better. Like I want to be in the top 1% of fighters get along the top 1% of the world. I want to be in the top 1% of fighters in that category. And I have to do the things that are just going to continually shape me to be better. And um, yeah, to answer your question, I have a ton of room to grow and I could continually each and every fight you see me in, I, I plan to be a better version of myself than I was before. So, Dan, we got yeah. about two minutes left here, two, three minutes left. So as far as this fight, what are you preparing for from Nate? What are you looking for? So as far as the camp, and I don't want any secret, you know, um, trade secrets, so to speak, but what are you expecting from him the most in this fight? Because, right, they call him the train. You know he's going to bring it. So what are you yeah. preparing for? Um, You know, you got to – there There really is no secret. There's no recipe. There's no secret. Um, You know, we – 
we obviously study our film and we see the things that we're going to try to implement and work on. And he's he's doing the exact same. They're watching his coaches are watching my film, and and working on my holes and trying to expose me. But you know, you, Nate always comes with the gas tank, and you you just have to be prepared to go to go the distance, regardless. You know, regardless if I think I'm going to go go in there, knock him out, and walk through him, I have to prepare myself to go to. Uh, to go to the distance, which I am prepared to do. Um, aside from that, man, it's just stay basic, stay mindful, and, and then the openings will come. I can't go in there and force anything. You know, Nate's a showman. I could, uh, it could get easy to, you know, fall into that game and, you know, want to be the crowd pleaser, but I'm already a crowd, uh, a crowd pleaser just by my fighting style, just in my fight IQ and finding the opening and getting these, getting clean walk-off KOs, you know, the, the crowd loves that. So, that's uh, that's all I'm gonna be trying to do, man. It's just be in my flow and and uh, find my openings, find my shots, and look to finish the fight. Man, I'm getting fired up for this fight right now. Really, yeah, I got goosebumps. The hair standing up. <laughs> so, well, last question. I'll ask you this: At what point did the butterflies kick in? Is it five days before the fight? Is it because some guys it's two weeks before and they extend all their energy? Honestly, it's like when I signed the contract, it's, <laughs> it's uh, you know. That's then? <laughs> yeah, when I signed the contract, that's when it's real. That's when everything matters. You signed the contract. Like, you, er, before that, you know, everything's just talk. But when you sign, when you put the pen to paper, this is real, you know, and, you know, this fight's happening. But as far as, like, you know, that's just natural human instinct, nerves and anxiety and thinking about it, right? But as we, um, when I'm actually there and it's fight week and it's fight day and I'm driving in the arena, I feel that a little bit when I, but when I walk through those doors of the yeah, arena, yeah. Just, I, I lock in, but it's a slow dial. I don't, I don't crank it up all the way. I just, I flipped that switch last minute. I think it's really important to try to, you know, keep that, keep that furnace alive. You know, you don't want to, you definitely don't want to burn it out too soon. And, you know, I, I think I'm, I'm mastering that art. It's, it's definitely a discipline to be able to flip the switch right when it matters, and I'm getting better and better at it. GSP was awesome uh, at that, just the mental aspect of of patience. Dan, yeah. you know, we're a big fan of yours on the show. We're going to see you live. Can't wait to see it. Best of luck in training, my man. We look forward to seeing you on Saturday night, June 10th, in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, UFC 289. Right on, Gabe. Good talking to you guys. Um, uh, I can't wait to go out there and put on a big show, um, a fun show, and hope you all, all you guys tune in June 10th, UFC 289, Vancouver. Can't wait. You're in point blank range. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. NetCredit is here to say yes because you're more than a credit score. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partners. NetCredit. Credit to the people. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Self-monitor your blood pressure in four easy-to-remember steps. Self-monitoring is power. Visit managerbp.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the American Heart Association, and the American Medical Association. In partnership with the Office of Minority Health and Health Resources and Services Administration. Thanks to 50K for kicking it with us. Great stuff. I've interviewed me and him go way back. You know, I used to do a show on the Fight Network with John Pollock. I, well, I did a show, and then me, Robin, and John Pollock, John Ramdean would do, like, the pay-per-views. we get bets and everything. It was fun. Great time. I had a great run at the Fight Network. Good times. Then they went all pro wrestling. <laughs> they, got rid of, they got rid of us all, and they went pro wrestling. <clears throat> well, not rid of us all. They changed the format. You know what I'm saying? But I like Dan a lot. And listen, we used to have like MMA guys on all the time. I hosted MMA Meltdown for years. It was popular. Fighters we used to come on and love it. And I knew knew a lot of them. But 
I got, I've been big timed a lot over the years and stuff. You know, I had John Jones on when John Jones was two and zero. Remember, like you know, John Jones used to come to sports bars in the middle of nowhere and hang out with me and stuff. I saw John Jones a couple of years ago. I went up to him like, "Hey, what's up, John?" He looked at me like, you know, what I mean, I was a cop about to serve him like a, a warrant. You know, <laughs> I was like, "You remember?" He was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, what's up, bro?" Kind of like, you know, it's like, well, you changed quite a bit, haven't you? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Uh, there's other dudes, too, that I was really close with, and now they're really big, and it's like they're totally different. Right? And people ask me, well, why don't you get that guy on, man? They're your buddies. I, I went out with you and that guy. I know you're cool friends with him. I was like, I was, but, you know. Yeah, some people change, but Dan, Dan's a good guy. And Matias, you know that. He's a good guy whether he wins, whether he loses. He's the same dude, right? Like, some guys let fame get to their head. Now, listen, Dan's not you know, Conor McGregor or something, you know what I mean? He doesn't deal with the same type of thing, but cool dude, uh, good guy. We wish him the best. And uh, he's in tough. That's a tough fight against Nate Landwehr. And Nate's a tough guy. He's, he's he, he wants to use, I watched an interview, Matthias, with, um, I watched an interview with Nate actually just yesterday talking about this fight and everything. And he's using... He wants to use Dan as a stepping stone, right? Dan's a ranked fighter. It's not easy to get into those rankings. You know what I mean? Dan doesn't want to lose that at 13. He wants to get back into the top 10. And Nate's coming in wanting to get into the top 15. Like that anger man for Chris's sports rage. Bring it. I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and SiriusXM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and SiriusXM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus Trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.